0: Welcome, this is she and it is a Thursday evening on the North American continent and tonight we're going to dive a little deeper into sacral healing. Uh, The week before last, we took a little respite last week. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do.
1: Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now at Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623.18. As we've gone
0: through some profound astronomical shifts, which is very exciting, we talked about... healing, sexual violation, sexual manipulation, and really talked about it in a very big picture yet very specific picture, meaning that we can identify rather quickly that we all could uh, benefit from doing some sacral healing. So there's the extreme case, which I touched on in the previous episode, of that's of what's going on on our planet that we are sex trafficking people that we have still have prostitution that we have people feeling this is the only way that they can provide for themselves food water and shelter so those overt signs are letting us know that our society is collectively out of balance that we somehow in different groups or different settings feel this is okay And sometimes it's very compartmentalized in most of our society. And we use sexual energy to do many things on this planet, uh, like sell products, (laughs) to uh, entice one another into situations, to actually provoke a reaction or gain attention. So all of these things that we do to get our attention are basically because we're out of balance in the sacral region of our body. So the sacrum is at the base of the spine. The sexual center is located in this region, and this is an area that many people just take for granted. They feel they have an immediate need there, they need it satisfied, and then they feel better about it. However, there's so much more there and if we mindfully put our awareness to this energy center and decide how we're going to utilize it, we're going to have a much better opportunity to really get in touch with who we are. So we're going to start off tonight and talk about what can possibly be balanced in this region and why you might want to consider looking here. Now, some of you might know that you've gone through trauma in this lifetime. Others might have a sense of going through some type of trauma or sexual violation in another lifetime. Other of you might not have any relationship to that, but might be actually manipulating yourself and others in sexual situations. There are whole industries Uh, dedicated to this and if you're partaking in that industry it's something to evaluate why are you there what have you convinced yourself is so perfect about you being there and is that what you want for the next seven generations of our youth of our family and of our heritage and it's something to contemplate And there's this whole other system that we need to look at, not just there. So tonight we're going to talk about what is housed there, why we want the sacral healing. We know that we're off balance because of what exists on this planet. And uh, I don't know, I don't go in the forest and find pornography. (laughs) Do you? I don't go on a hike in the desert scape or the valleys of a Tuscan countryside and find a predator attacking my child, nor do I see anywhere in nature where uh, something sexual is used to convince me to buy it or consume it. Now, there's beauty everywhere we look in nature, astounding beauty, but that's creativity and creation, and it invokes something much more innocent for all of us if we allow that to be. So when we get out of a balance in this region of our body, what happens is our energy becomes drained, we invoke addiction and dependency, we become much more challenged In solving our life problems, we are flat. We tend to grip. We tend to push and pull at different things to try to find balance or to solve the problems. So once we bring balance, we are going to effortlessly and creatively solve problems in our life, at work, at home, for ourselves and for others. Our energy level is going to increase when we are in balance in this region of our body. So for those of you that might connect to the actual act of making love with someone, you might find how depleted and how the male oftentimes after he releases wants to go to sleep. A sign that he has let go of an energy field and does not have the ability to even stay awake. So this is something to contemplate. It may feel good, it might make you rest, but a big indicator that you're releasing a lot of power and then just allowing yourself to go to sleep. Addiction and dependency, when we're out of balance in this region or we've suffered trauma, we can go down a path of addiction, drugs, alcohol, consumption of anything, food, clothing, Uh, experience, and we start to cultivate dependency where we feel we cannot live without someone or we're so dependent on having someone's energetic field there that we can feed off of. Then our emotions are very erratic when this area of our body is not in balance. We are not able to keep steady. We might have extreme highs, extreme lows, we might feel that we are being pushed and pulled. So uh, understanding, especially if you're female and you have these extreme emotions, used to be that we would all be on the same cycle. So this would help collective society. But if you just look at yourself right now and you have extreme highs and lows, this is a suggestion that, there's some healing to be done in the sacral region of our body, especially if you've birthed children, if you've had any miscarriages or lost children, or have been put through some serious tests in this lifetime. So it's something had to think about. And then male, if you, the same way, have extreme highs and lows, extreme anger, there's some healing to be done in the sacral region that, Emotions become level when we are not feeling these extremes. This is also to notice what happens in advertisement. That's why they use this. They pull your emotions, a shock value. They pull you out of balance in this region to invoke a response and command your attention. They're manipulating you through advertisements. How do you feel about that? Everywhere you go. You get manipulated. They're pulling your sexual energy, your sacred energy, towards something they've created and asking you to deposit it there. Not literally, figuratively, but how does that feel? You're allowing yourself to be subjected to certain things because you're not in present moment awareness with this region of your body. So these are the, what's afforded to us when we bring it into balance. Also, what will happen is as you bring this into balance, you're going to reduce your sexual preoccupation, meaning that everywhere in society where mass media is manipulating you through, wherever you hear that, sex cells, where they're manipulating you through this energy field, you no longer are going to have that preoccupation. You're going to say, wait a second, I want to reserve this energy for the right moment. I want to reserve this energy for where I decide to put it, not because someone's pulling my cord here or there, no pun intended. Now, when you balance, as I mentioned, the emotions become level. You won't have the preoccupation with the sexual energy, and your emotions will be more level, so you're going to be the Jedi able to decide where you want to place the energy, and guess what? You're going to open a very sacred gateway into creation, a very sacred gateway into creation. Now, what you might notice is a lot of artists, they can oftentimes have a dependency issue, a sexual addiction, a dependency on alcohol, drugs, all of these things, because, one, they have access through music, a harmonic, a frequency to the universe. Yet, if we're not mindful, even with that, the energy of music, we are going to connect with energies that are not the highest and best. And this will happen very effortlessly, and then what happens is the sacral region, because they're accessing it through the sacral region, if they're not mindful with that energy, then what will happen is they're going to keep wanting to reconnect with that artificial or the shadow energy that's been inflating them in that region. And they'll placate themselves with sex, drugs, and alcohol. So this is where we see it in the music industry a lot. We hear, it, see all those tales of people you know, riding the the coattails out on one addiction or another. And then we see the, the success stories, the ones that master it, that know that, A, playing music is a powerful, powerful force field, and there's a responsibility that comes with that. And when we're, the, we're not responsible, then we might go to other things, because then we're not only are we violating other people, we're violating ourselves, or we're manipulating other people. So the reason for the sacral healing is not only for self, but for everything you're putting out in the world. So if you're a musician, you're going to shift how you create, you're going to be more mindful. It doesn't mean that everything has to be homogenous. You can still have your creative expression, but it goes in a totally different direction and the vibration is tremendously different. So once we bring this balance in that's where the transformation starts once we start balancing this sacred region this gateway into the universe and we start utilizing this energy mindfully we start to shift and then the world around us starts to shift so right now what i'd like you to do is to contemplate that think about do i want to bring balance into my life do I want to do some healing in my life? And am I ready to do that? And if so, we're going to dive in after we sit back and we're going to listen to a little music for a moment just to connect, to connect with yourself. I'd like you to bring your energy down to the sacral region. Connect your physical being. Connect to the energy of the water and then see what opens up as you sit here. And then as we come out of the music, I'm going to guide you a little bit deeper into the sacral region and into the earth and into our solar plexus. So take a deep breath in and then a deep breath out and we are going to be connecting with just some harmonics from the intuition center of our planet. Gently with the breath bringing your awareness just into that sacral region of the body breathing in and out the womb opening self even if you're male to the metaphorical womb the energy that held you and created you held your biological life form. As you breathe in and out of this area, connect to its magic, its purity, its sacredness, and then connect to your temple, your temple that is in this region of the body connecting to how sacred that temple is. And then in the mind's eye, just asking self, if you are ready to treat yourself with sacredness, if you're ready to treat others with sacredness. And if the answer is no, then that's okay. You just be present with that. And then if the answer is yes, then welcome. And as I said, if the answer is no, that's okay. You made it to here. And then just to allow self to grow into the understanding of that answer of no. And trust and know that the universe will guide you to the next step. So if you said, yes, I'm ready to hold myself sacred and others sacred, I'm ready to honor and respect my being and others, then that means you're ready to hold your temple, your, your being and your sacred, sacral energy in a manner that will benefit The entire universe because you're going to bring your energy field into an alignment with self you're going to bring yourself into an alignment so that you can access the pure vibration of yourself and the light energy of the universe versus the shadow energy of the universe So the person that might have said, no, I'm not ready to treat myself sacred, doesn't mean that they can't experience in this region their body. However, they're going to open themselves to experiencing through shadow versus light. And that's a choice. Both these energies exist in us, but it's a definite choice. And each path has its own... Teachings and some are a little bit more uh, intense than others. So, uh, also, what I want to mention right here is as you start to embark on this journey of just awareness in this region of the body, it doesn't mean that you need to go shout this from mountaintops everywhere. This is this wisdom, this medicine that I'm sharing is for the practice for you to think about for you to witness to you for you to try for you to embody and then slowly as you do that the shift happens within you and then you will know within yourself how and what you are to share with others if anything at all you might be here to to teach it formally or you might be to repair what is not settled within yourself, so you can show up as a better doctor, as a better lawyer, as a better artist, as a better musician. So remember, when we do this healing, when we do this deep transformational work in one of the most sacred points in our body, they're all sacred, but this is a really powerful one, that we're opening ourselves to infinite, infinite possibilities in the realm of light, in the realm of light magic, beautiful, beautiful, creative energy that can benefit self and the world around us. So in the beginning, before we took a little silence and retreat into that sacral region, we talked about what's going to happen as you balance and transform this region of your body, you're going to learn and remember how to solve all your challenges creatively with a sense of joy, a sense of pleasure. Okay? This is where that word pleasure comes in, the pleasure in creation, the pleasure in solving problems. It's not in the middle of a dark room watching a pornography for a quarter at an adult shop. This is feeling euphoria because you have solutions to offer the world, all right? Now, the energy center is going to shift, and when that happens, then addictions can drop away, dependency can drop away, and we can show up. So we talked about in the beginning, and so we're no longer preoccupied with sexual energy. We realize that our emotional center becomes steady, and we open up ourselves to this gateway of creation. So if we look out in the modern world today, post-industrial revolution, almost post-capitalist society, which is really exciting to say, that we are looking at a world that has been controlled and manipulated through the sacral region. We have manipulated people into war, we have manipulated people into buying things. We have manipulated people into sex. We have manipulated people into thinking it's okay to trade people for sex. And we've created a whole industries around this region to make sure that we would all have this pool and be connected and tethered to this machine that has us held by a very, very private part of our energy field. So, if you said yes, you're ready to release the shackles. You're ready to open yourself to the freedom in this region of your physical body, your emotional body, your energetic body, your spiritual body, and reclaim it as yours. And then you decide mindfully where you want this energy to go. So, How are we going to get there? How are we going to do this? This is like a lot, right? It could seem overwhelming because everywhere we go, as you've said yes, you're going to start to see reflections. You're going to start to say, why is that television show on TV? What purpose does that serve? What does that advertisement serve? Now, for some of you, it might say, well, God, it's not going to be fun. It's absolutely going to be amazing because then we start creating from a totally different place. Look at... Uh, Nature, As I've mentioned before, look at the beautiful examples of creation and its perfection. And the harmony, look at the birds when they they fly in formation. Is this because they're so concerned about being better than one another? Are they competing? Are they worried about... uh, uh, taking a small child away in that moment? Are they worried about satiating their desires or their lusts? No. They're in harmony together. And the reason they can do that is because they are in harmony with their place in nature. We are clearly not in harmony with our place in nature. Otherwise, we would not have such growth imbalances on our planet now would we we would not have hoarding going on we would not have a society that is addicted to cell phones addicted to mass media addicted to getting rich quick addicted to keeping entire civilizations starving addicted to keeping water from our fellow human species There are so many lists that go on, and the only way that we can start to realize and make shifts are by making shifts within ourselves. And when we make those shifts, we are going to start to show up differently for each other. We're going to realize, wow, I don't want to participate in that, and I can't participate in that. So just as we have some iconic figures that showed us that it is possible to stand tall and say, no, thank you, that's not okay for me, that's not okay for my children, and I'm not going to participate. So this is the first practice. For those of you that said, yes, this is how we can participate because you can make what I'm going to use this choice – We can embark in critical thinking, and we can make choices in every moment as to what we want to participate in. And bit by bit, as we remove ourselves from participating, more and more people will collectively remove themselves, because guess what? They don't want to be there either, all right? They don't want to participate. There are people that are trapped in religion, certain religions on this planet and being subjected to sexual abuse and they don't have a way out. So one by one, is if we take a stand, bit by bit, this will start to create a collective change. So for those of you that think it's okay to profess one thing and practice something else, that's a complete detriment to our society. So that's why we come into alignment with ourselves. So how we start is first by looking around you and evaluating what is going on in your everyday life and how you can make better choices. If you're promoting uh, certain things or if you're purchasing certain things that are promoting the manipulation of the sexual energy or sacral energy, in our body and of our young children on this planet, then you're participating in the violation. So you have to decide, do you want to participate in that? And it's going to be first taking small steps, and then you'll notice that you take overt steps as you refine this process. So it might be as simple as educating yourself on different people that are participating in certain things, you may decide, I don't want to participate in pornography, so I'm not going to buy anything that's associated with pornography, or I'm not going to support any company that is associated with that industry. So you have to do your research, you do your homework, and you share that with other people, and then that that could be your first step, whatever it might be. Or you might say, I'm going to start spending some time focusing on my daughter, because She's not holding herself as sacred, and she's not dressing or reflecting that she's sacred. Whoa, I don't even dress or reflect that I'm sacred. So within each and every one of us, we have the opportunity to decide how we want to show up, and we can decide where we want to dive in, where it feels comfortable. And some of you might have bigger stands to take, because you might be aware of things going on, that you could actually make a difference by making a stand. So that's the first place. Look at your ecosystem around you. Decide. I said, yes, I want to start transforming from my sacral region of my body. Look at the ecosystem around you and decide how you want to participate and how you can do it from yourself and then outward, meaning that consciously making choices what you consume Visually, physically, what you interact with, decide. And if it doesn't harmonize with you, stay away from it because that is not going to feed your soul, nor is it going to help contribute to the healing of the sacral region. The next place that we can look at is, if you're really interested in healing these energy centers, this is a perfect time to connect to the earth element, connect with the physical earth it holds all the elements but actually really mindfully connecting with gaia what that means what she is giving us and what we are potentially able to give back to her connecting with the earth through food for, for through what she gives us to sustain ourselves can help in the purification in the healing and transformation process so how you honor yourself and how you start saying, yeah, I want to treat the lower energy centers of my body with respect. That means that you're not going to eat processed foods. That means that you're not going to eat conventionally grown foods because that means that you're eating a food that was poisoned and poisoned Mother Earth and killed insects that are we rely on for our ecosystem so you could eat the apple. So, there you're participating in a violation of our earth energy. So, again, so for some of you, this might be whoa, I can't make these big jo- jumps. Little steps, little steps to go from a very processed diet to a completely organic diet will jar your system. So, step by step, just like if you were an alcoholic an over-drinking, or a, a drug addict. If you make drop it cold turkey, you're going to go through some intense physiological, emotional, and energetic jolts to the body. People do this, but again, take baby steps. So how you can start the healing is honoring your temple by feeding and nourishing it with organic, fresh foods. Limit the amount of packaged foods Slowly release the need to have ready served items. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have some of these, but limit it. Take the time to prepare foods. You'll notice in preparing foods that you are actually healing your sacral region of the body. You're healing the root of your body, the food, water, shelter need, your fears, and you're feeding your own self worth because you're showing, wow. I know how to prepare food for myself. I know how to take care of myself. I don't need to have dependency to rely on someone else. So you see where I'm going with this. This is empowering you. Next, water. If you don't drink water, and this is something I even need to be mindful with myself, if you're not drinking enough water, you're not hydrating your body, we are primarily water. Our physical body and our planet. So, if you're not giving yourself that sustenance, then you're depleting yourself. And guess what? The sacral region is water. The element is water. So, if you need to heal there, which we all do, no one's exempt here, even those people on Capitol Hill and in uh, communist countries all around the world, everyone needs to heal their sacral region of their body, and we all need water. So water is this beautiful, magical, transformational thing that you can relate to. Yes, it is true that there's water that has been contaminated, but you can have a conversation with this beautiful sustenance that can feed and nourish all of us and transform it just by relating to it, just like plants. If you relate and speak to them, they respond to you. Water is the same way. There are beautiful filtration systems. There's crystals out there that you can put in your water. You can purchase water that is good for you. We will move to a moment on our planet where we do not need to do these things, but for right now, find harmonious water that you feel really good about and start putting it in your body. Eliminate sodas. Eliminate juices. Okay, Juices are meant for minimum. What happens if we drink too much juice? What does our body do? It comes out of us really fast. Right? So this is how we learn to be responsible with what we consume. Water, 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 water. Food, good, clean food. We start healing that sacral region of the body. Shelter. Okay, so shelter creates us feeling safe. We need to make sure that we have a womb, a container to be in. And if you never had this as a kid, if you never felt like you had a safe place to be, then you definitely came in suffering or imparted suffering on yourself or it was imparted upon you, that you didn't have that environment, that ecosystem to make you feel like you had a nice container or shelter. So if you're doing healing, make sure that you create sacred space for you in your home where you sleep, in your bedroom especially where you sleep. Clear the energy out if you have a lot of stuff in your house. I recommend people purge their homes at least two to three to four times a year, clearing the energies of what's in there, meaning that you physically are moving out. We accumulate a lot of things. So take the time to purge, to dust, to clean, to clear big ones several times a year, and then on a daily and weekly basis continue to cleanse what in Native tradition, Indigenous tradition, the home is our womb. This is our temple that we hold ourselves in. So really making sure that your shelter feels safe. You don't need a mansion. You can be fine in a tent. That can be your sacred room womb and it has a lot less stuff to worry about. This is why you'll find and I found in all the different places I've gone around the world, I haven't been everywhere, but the places I have gone and there are communities where they're living very humbly, those individuals are so happy because they don't have so much stuff hanging around they might go through more intensity than us but they're happier because why they have base needs met food water and shelter hopefully and they're more willing to help each other out and they're connected to the earth and they're connected to the outdoors a lot more than we are so remember these base things can help with our sacral healing and can help us be more resilient So the next practice that we're going to look at is that once we've connected with earth, water, and the next one is the sun, fire, our inner life force, this will help with the transformation. And this is located in our solar plexus. When we begin this journey of healing, it's really powerful to impart in the practice of keeping the feet to the earth grounding, because we have an electromagnetic relationship with Mother Earth, feet to Earth, and then also connecting to the sun, connecting sun gazing. There's many, many beautiful organizations that will share a wealth of information that I can't possibly share right in this moment. But sun gazing is a beautiful way for healing, to connect to the element of fire, connect to your inner life force, and regeneration. So earth, water, and fire through the sun, and the breath will help you with your inner agni, your life force, and that's your inner fire, making sure that it's not going out or it's not too hot, okay, if you have a lot of heat. And what happens when we have sacral region to heal, which I will say all of us do, Uh, we have a couple things going on. That life force can come down so far that we're almost depleted, or it's so aggravated that we have a lot of anger and we need to get it out. So these are our options of what's happening. So aside from connecting to these elements, uh, the other aspect we want to do is connect to our emotional body during this healing practice And transformation practice is one that we are going to put our feet to the earth, and this is going to help ground us. This is going to connect us to the earth energy. This will also ground our emotions. So, if you're feeling unstable, again, remember at the beginning of the conversation, I talked about that when we are out of control, when our moods are going up and down, and we don't have any discernment with our voice, and we might be known to be a little erratic with our behavior, that means that we're really out of balance in our sacral region. Going to the earth, grounding down, connecting to the earth will allow us to stay empowered and move through those energetic surges as we're going through the healing process. The next aspect is to be honest with your emotions. If you need to cry, if you need to release because of this energy field that's hurting in this region of your body, allow the energy to come through. What what are tears? Water, right? What is the ocean? Salt water. What are our tears? Salt water. What is the primary ingredient on this planet? Water. What's the primary ingredient in us? Water. So important to allow the tears to flow. Don't hold them back. You don't want to become the dam that's going to burst. All right? So if you feel the energy you need to cry, allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to cleanse. Clear the energy. Allow it to flow. We don't want to hold it back. Very important in the healing process. And there are going to be tears because we're going to realize how we participated, how we were hurt, how we manipulated, Let the tears flow. The heat, overheat, this is our masculine energy. This is our life force. This is very common for all of us to have heat, extra heat in our liver, all right, that creates anger. Anything that's come from the past, anything that's come from the present, and anything that might be on the horizon for the future can build up. In our solar plexus, in our liver, and can cause us anger. Common when we go through, especially if you've gone through sexual violation in this lifetime, or you feel like it may be a carryover from another lifetime, or you just are realizing how out of balance our human species is, and that you're just angry because you're like, what the heck had happened? What what did we do? How did we get here? When you realize that, that is when you want to allow yourself to yell. It's okay to yell. Don't yell at someone. If you need to go out in the woods, uh, we took a group on a retreat once, and we took them to the top of a ridge above the jungle in Costa Rica. And I'll never forget, uh, Krista and I, that were leading the retreat. We took everyone for an anger release, and it was so powerful. Everyone got to scream and let it out and Uh, Jonathan, the owner of the land, came up and he realized that we probably started an alarm for some of the caretaker below that something was wrong. It was a beautiful release and then became a little bit comedic, realizing that we might have traumatized someone else in the process of our emotional release. But there are safe ways that you can release anger, that you can release primal screaming. You let it out. This is the best thing you can do for yourself and others. If we build up, just like with the water, if we build up with the fire, what are we going to do? We're going to burn something. We're going to burn someone or we're going to hurt someone. This is how we have wars. This is how we have violence. If we don't release that frustration. Not everyone needs to do that, though. So don't impose it upon anyone, uh, anyone. But if you're feeling it, go for it. And no one has to judge you for that. Next up is the physical aspect. We talked a little bit about it, feet to earth, grounding. This is how we can ground our emotions. This is how we can ground our energy field. This is this beautiful way. So barefooting, just like sun gazing, which we're going to touch on again, barefooting is the way that we can stay connected to our earth system and heal our sacral and provide ourselves with a fear reduction and anxiety reduction. We have an electromagnetic relationship with Mother Earth. We're standing on a round surface, okay? I don't know many of you. There might be several, but I'm just asking. I don't know many of you that can go out right now and stand on a big ball, let's say like a five-foot-around ball, and stand there perfectly and know that you can be completely balanced and entrust with yourself on that five-foot diameter ball. So we are standing on this huge ball in space, in space, nothing around us, okay, so if you're on the ball, you know you can fall back on Mother Earth. You're in space, on a ball... You have a relationship. Why? I don't know why women want to put on those big platform shoes. I've done it. I had a few pair. But you're keeping yourself away from the thing that's holding you to the earth. So that's choice. You decide how you want to go through this process of healing and transforming in this region. But simple way, barefoot as much as you can, even if you have to wear shoes, take the shoes off. And I understand in different parts of the world that this can be a sign of poverty. But it's not. It's called well-living, and yes, it's nice to be able to have shoes uh, to protect our feet, especially if we have to walk in certain areas of the world, but this is a very simple and pure way, cost-effective way to start a healing process and a relationship with the earth. Um, Again, you want to be in the intention of living a clean and powerfully healed, transformed life. If you're going to still be practicing uh, a lifestyle that's going to lead to a lot of shadow, some of these things are just not going to work as rapidly for you, uh, but they will ground you and they will offset some of the habits that might be sabotaging you. The other part of, as I mentioned, drinking the water, connecting with the water, and being in the water will help with the healing process. I oftentimes ask people that I'm working with, uh, especially men, to wash dishes. If you have a lot of healing, if you're dealing with a current trauma, put the hands in the water and connect with the power of the water okay we came in we were created in water there's a clue there how much water is on the earth I don't have the exact volume but the majority of our planet is water right and the majority of our body is water so that's this very very significant clue so allow yourself to be in that energy to help with the sacral healing So these are our practice. One, connect to our food, connect to the water we drink, create a sacred shelter. And then also we want to ground, connect to our earth energy through our feet, connect to uh, the grounding energy through meditation, and also connect to uh, our Emotions through grounding them through the earth and through meditation, and then the other part of the practice is to release the emotions, allow ourselves to cry, to yell, and then do the practical things of you know, food, water, and shelter. But then also employ the physical body as a medium, feet to earth, actually being in physical water, and connecting to the sun, gazing with the sun. So. Uh, we have an input, so someone is talking about being a, a psychic attack. Um, this can be common, and especially during, with the womb in the sacral region. Our mass media, the way it's designed, is actually a psychic attack on all of us. So all this stuff is implanted in us, and we are we are subjected to whatever we take in. So if you spend most of your time in a situation where you're locked in to uh, artificial things that are giving you uh, your connectivity to living, that is going to affect how you're perceiving the world, how you're relating, and the potential for uh be manipulated in this region of the body. If you spend more of your time in an organic system with the earth, with the human species, with all the other species on the planet, and all the vegetation and the elements that keep us here, you are going to be more in harmony with how the sequel region works and less susceptible to any type of psychic attack. So we are coming up on wrapping up on our time together. I just want to go over uh, what occurs when we balance. What's the what's the outcome? As I mentioned in the beginning, when we start this healing and this transformation on the planet, uh, I'll, I want to address this really quick off the chat board. Uh, she mentioned she, that he got in through the chakras. This is absolutely correct. For those that don't know, um, We have energy centers. The sacral region is our second chakra point. When you open yourself to alcohol, drugs, uh, uh, overstimulation sexually, and participating in anything that's going to feed into uh, lust, desire, uh, always seeking and placating self and trying to fill self up, you're opening that energy center to... What we we call, or I would call, shadow energy—energy energy that can manipulate you, that can attack you, and latch onto you. Most people don't necessarily know this could be happening, and this is also why we might have a lot of buzzwords around bipolarity. Um, it's very plausible that many people are having you know, people attached to them, causing their emotions to act erratically. That's why when we collectively start healing this energy center of our body, that we will start shifting how we relate to each other. We will actually be clearing these energies out of shadow, and we will bring in light, and we'll be bringing them into balance, harmony. Light and dark exist in the universe. They're not going to go away, but we bring them into harmony. We are over exasperated in one direction and we need to bring it back into harmony and understand what the true purpose for shadow is and understand how it can serve us and that would be a whole other show but right now, I want to go back over that. What we're go- what's going to happen as we heal the sacral region, our own body, that we do our collective healing. Whether you were violated, manipulated, whether you are the violator, where you're the manipulator, we've gone around enough time on this planetary system that we've all played a part. We've all played a role one time or another. So if we want to get off this wheel, this perpetual wheel of causing suffering and injury to each other, then we have to take responsibility for where we stand today. So what happens is the result will be that as you start to go through this process of saying, yes, you will start to look around your ecosystem and notice where you need to make adjustments, where you're participating in the violation and the manipulation and what you're consuming, what you're putting into you what you're putting out of you, and what you're engaging in. It's brutal, honest reality that we go through when we start realizing, like, wow, I participated in that. Wow, oh my gosh, I totally was out of line there, there. You don't need to feel shame about it. Just take responsibility for it and say, I no longer want to do that. I don't want to participate in that. And you don't have to throw judgment on people that are still participating in that. Just stand in your own truth. Embody what you want for the rest of the world, what you want for your world, and that will lead by example. You will notice that you will be able to solve challenges creative, with creativity, you will be embracing the pleasures. Of life, you will connect to energy in your life. You will no longer feel depleted in this region of your body, meaning that you have to fill yourself up with dependency, emotions, addictions. If you are addicted to anything, if you can't live without anything right now, if there's one thing that you have to have every day and you're addicted to it, and for most of our society, I'll give you a big clue it's that little cell phone or Facebook, or your email, we're all addicted to something that means what? We have an injury in our sacral region. So notice where you're addicted. Start to minimize your participation with those addictions. Notice where you're manipulating people. Be brutally honest. This will change your energy field. You will start to have more to give each and every person around you in your life. And notice where you're starting to judge people, where you're starting to project your shadow on them. Be aware of this. Be aware and be aware of where you need to take responsibility for your participation. As you start to cleanse, clear, and purify, you will notice that the addictions go away, the dependency go away, your emotions become centered, your energy level is vibrant, your solutions to creativity and to life are a whole new experience that most of us cannot imagine. Then you enter into the field of creation in its purity and its light. And we can't get there by only working at the crown chakra. We can't get there by only staying in our heart. We have to work at the whole system. And the gateway to creation is through our sacral region of our body. The gateway for creativity is through the sacral region of our body as it is here in this planetary system. So if you are ready to jump in, These are a few tools that you can start to look at. And I really encourage each and every one of you just to take some time to write where you can make adjustments and bring in these elements and these things I've offered as practices and then see what happens next. So until next time, this is she with just a lot of enthusiasm and excitement for what's possible here. And I appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to be here in this moment. And without further ado, we are going to fly out with Elizaveta on Orion. We're going to go through the galactic center of the universe and embrace the possibility within this moment. Until next time, this is she signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, a full heart, a belly full of laughter, and a namaste.